It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. Would anyone like to win the NFC South? The Saints and Falcons meet this Sunday to find out. Also, can the Raiders get back in this thing in the AFC with Aiden O'Connell? And we look at how Ohio State can beat Michigan. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Does anyone want to win the NFC South? Anyone? Anyone? No. Bueller? No. <laughs> Plus Jackson from Locked On Saints is the, uh, the that was the dulcet tones that you heard there. He joins me now. And, and Ross, uh, someone I I believe by rule has to win the NFC South, and we have a matchup on Sunday that could go a long way in determining who, in fact, that winner will be. Saints sit at five and five. You got the Bucks and the Falcons at four and six, and the Panthers in. We're onto the offseason mode already. Yes. Um, do, does anyone want to win this division? Does anyone deserve to win that division? No, just send a third NFC East or NFC West team and and call it a day. Like, don't worry about it. It's all good. Everyone's going to be fine. I don't, I don't think those teams deserve to be in it either. You yeah, want the Rams guess, in, in the playoffs? You want the Commanders in the postseason? Oh. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Well, let's go. Let's go NFC North. Send an NFC North team there. Let's say some somebody deserves it more than the first place team in the NFC South. And the thing that's so wild about it, too, Peter, is that whoever wins the NFC South is at worst the number four seed. They're a top four seed, no matter what, because they're a division winner. So it's going be really really interesting but yes this game between the new Orleans states and the atlanta falcons at least gives one of those teams an opportunity to stand up and say hey i we want this we want this division we want this win and we want to take this home field advantage into the playoffs is a, a division crown going to to mean the same like for the saints for example they go in the offseason and they're perpetually all in right something we've talked about on the show for a number of years uh what is money what is the salary cap uh someone else's problem if you're mickey loomis um the the Derek carr extension says hey we're going for it can they go 10 and 7 or 9 and 8 win the division and call that a win I think that what you need to see this team do is go 10 and 7, 9 and 8, win the division and win the division comfortably by beating some of these division opponents. I think that that becomes the next thing. They've only got three non-division opponents left. They've got the Detroit Lions. They've got the New York Giants. They've got the Los Angeles Rams on the road. And so outside of those three games, everything else is within the division for New Orleans. And so if they can go 9 and 8, 10 and 7, either one of those by beating the teams within the division and rightfully winning the division, then I think that there's something to take away from from that the tricky part is that the saints have played two teams so far this season with winning records they have not led in either of those games for a single second and right now they only have one more of those teams at this moment on left on their schedule that of course being the detroit lions so they could very well end up being a 10-win team without ever leading a game against a winning opponent that's one of those things that you kind of look at and you go okay so what does this really mean for this team's reality once they walk into the playoffs so that was the next question that I wanted to ask. Let's say the Saints, the Saints at this moment at least, feel like the most worthy 
yes. team. Although you could convince me down the stretch, I think the Bucks could certainly play like that team. Mm-hmm. But if if we were going to have Saints Cowboys, you know, in New Orleans next Sunday, are the Cowboys a touchdown favorites according to our friends at FanDuel? Is it higher than oh. that? Like it seems like that's where we're headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that would be the case. And you know what? Then what does that do? That gives the New Orleans Saints an opportunity to say, "Hey, we deserve to be here." Yeah, nobody and believes in, that, in us, right? Right. And that that's the attitude that they would then get the opportunity to go into the playoffs with and maybe do something with that attitude. Right. Like there could be something to that where, hey, look, we got the fourth seed home field advantage, but no one believes that we should be here. Everyone believes that the fifth seed is going to knock them out. Then that gives them any opportunity to maybe have a little bit of swagger when they walk in, which is a big piece of what Dennis Allen wants for this team. The biggest thing that's going to end up being the big key identifier for their ability to be able to win games down the stretch and in the playoffs is can they get off to fast starts? If they can kind of fix that now that they're coming out of the bye week, maybe have that little bit of a reset through these final seven games, then maybe you're feeling a little bit better about the New Orleans Saints opportunity to play, you know, kind of spoiler in the playoffs and then maybe do something unprecedented. Who knows? But you got to get to the dance before you can even hear any of the music. So let's at least see if they can get their two step together. And we know the music in New Orleans is going to be popping. So right. let's at least let's at least have some some music, some food, and uh, <laughs> enjoy a playoffs in in New Orleans. I'm saying, uh, Ross, in in the grand scheme of things, though, in the NFC, like is it is it realistic for them to think that they can handle, let's say, the Cowboys, or or let's say things get really crazy and you get a, like a Seahawks team or something like that? Like, can they go head to head with one of these teams and and feel like legitimately like it's just you and I, Ross, just just between two friends? <laughs> Do they have a real chance to beat one of these teams? Do they have a real chance? Maybe not, right? Like that that could very well be the opportunity. Like, you know, we're not going to sugarcoat anything here. Like this is a team that could fall backwards into the playoffs. But if if you ask them, they have no choice but to believe that they can be that team that can go in and compete. And that's going to be the mentality that matters. Not our thoughts on it. Not anybody else's thoughts on it. It's going to be what's the mentality of that team, their coaching staff, their players, their game plan, all of that going into that. They have some major issues on this team, not the least of which being uh, uh, an offense that lacks creativity, that lacks innovation, a defense that gets off the slow starts, all of the things, right? They have a lot of things they can fix or that they have to fix. If they can correct those things down the stretch, then they have no reason and no other choice but to be confident in themselves. Otherwise, you might as well just like sign the check, send it, and then say, thanks so much for the playoff exposure. We're out of here. Enjoy the final four when it rolls around in March. Is is Dennis Allen coaching the season for his job? Do you think? I think so. I mean, I think that like if this team falls apart over the course of the past uh, over the course of the past seven games, that that would be a conversation. We know that the New Orleans Saints they value their stability, they value their cohesion, their continuity, all of that. But they have a talented enough roster that doesn't include players that are going to be headed to free agency. I mean, you know, they put out a list not too long ago of the top ten players at each position that are going to be headed to free agency this offseason. The Saints have two of those players one of which is their backup quarterback in Jameis Winston. But they have a lot of players on their roster that could be top 15, top 20 players at their position, and none of those guys are headed to free agency. So they have a good, talented roster that could attract some talent when it comes to a coaching staff. Do the Saints want to go about another big coaching change? Oftentimes, it takes a couple of those when you come out of rebounding off of a head coach, you know, a Hall of Fame-worthy head coach leaving, a Hall of Fame-worthy uh, quarterback retiring, all those things. It's going to take 
some time. Do the New Orleans Saints want to go down that road? We'll see, but they might be forced into it if things fall apart. But I will say this, if this team makes the playoffs or even just gets very close to winning the division, I think that you'll see changes at offensive coordinator far before you see those changes at head coach. Stay up to date all gear on the New Orleans Saints by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Saints on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Raiders have an opportunity that they hope Aiden O'Connell and a lot of tenacity from Antonio Pierce and this revitalized Raiders team will help them seize. We're into the second half of the NFL season, and now is the best time to turn your sports knowledge into cash with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 smackaroos if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use, a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The favorites of MVP, well, we just saw him. According to FanDuel, Jalen Hurts leaves everyone behind plus 250 to win the award. Lamar Jackson plus 420, Patrick Mahomes plus 460. So he's a little behind Lamar Jackson, but he was ahead before the Monday night game. And Tua Tungavailoa is 5-1. to one. The non-QB with the best odds, Christian McCaffrey at 40 to one. I still think Miles Garrett should at least be on the periphery of this conversation. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories in sports with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Las Vegas Raiders look like a brand new team. No, they didn't beat the Miami Dolphins last weekend, but they gave them a game, certainly a better game than the odds makers thought they were going to get. Antonio Pierce has the boys in silver and black playing a little bit more on edge. And by the way, they're finding Devontae Adams, which is a thing you should always try and do if you can. Your boy Q from Locked on Raiders joins me now ahead of a monster matchup. If the Raiders want to quietly get right back in the middle of the AFC playoff picture against the Kansas City Chiefs, the reeling Kansas City Chiefs, on Sunday afternoon, Q, is there a path? What is the path if you see one toward being able to spring this upset? Well, I mean, for the Raiders, they just have to keep doing what they've been doing the last three weeks since Antonio Pierce has taken over as the interim head coach. And that's just going out there and playing with their hair on fire and playing with the passion and wanting to to play for the brother next to him. And, and I'll tell you, man, three weeks ago, matter of fact, Halloween, when the news came down about Josh McDaniels being relieved of his duties, it felt like a big, just dark cloud was lifted off the organization that I didn't even realize was there until it wasn't anymore. It's almost like you're in a bad relationship and you don't know how bad it is until the relationship is over. And you're like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. 
Then all of a sudden you started to see energy from the players. You started to see them loose in the locker room. You saw them start playing basketball and smoking post post game cigars and just <laughs> letting their hair down and having a good time. And, you know, getting back to what it was to be a kid playing football, just going out for the love of the game. And that's what they're doing. They have a lot of talent, but they were walking around on eggshells. That's Hunter Renfro's words, not mine. He said eggshells. That's not a good, a good situation for a grown man to be in is playing like, well, I can't make a mistake or I'm going to get in trouble. And Hunter Renfro has been on the back of a milk carton this whole season. And all yeah. of a sudden the last three weeks, he's starting to show up. So I, these guys just have to continue to play. Their defense is playing really well. For them to pull this upset off on Sunday, though, their offense is going to have to show up. I know the Chiefs aren't playing like typical Kansas City Chiefs ball, but the Raiders haven't scored very well all season. And that's been their biggest problem. That's why they lost to Miami. They couldn't get over 13 points. They've got to hit at least 24 points if they want to beat Kansas City. But the defense is giving them opportunities to win games. So that's really, I think, as simple as it gets. Yeah, oddly, that is... Also, what's been happening with the Chiefs? Their offense has not been able to score enough. Their defense has been unbelievable. Also, rivalries. We know rivalries can have weird outcomes. Things just happen when you get teams that know each other, that hate each other together for these moments. So for for the Raiders, okay, let's, let's just say, for instance, they don't beat one of the best teams in the league. There's still some winnable games to close here on the schedule, but the AFC playoff picture really probably a pipe dream for them. What do you want to see down the stretch here? Or have you already seen enough to be like, okay, this team can actually get where they want to go eventually with Antonio Pierce. What do you need to see from him to say, this is my guy now? I think that it's it's fair to, to say that he's done well so far through three weeks, but there's still six games left. So I want to see how they react to a loss, right? They, they suffered their first loss on Sunday to Miami with Antonio Pierce. Okay, how do they bounce back this way? We'll learn a lot about this team. How do they compete against one of the best teams in the AFC, the division leader, a rival, a team that's dominated the Raiders at home, right? It has dominated the Raiders, period, but really at, at their place. At Allegiant Stadium, they have been dominated by Kansas City. Mm. So how do, they, how do they rebound? How do they react? And how do they come out? Do they still have that hair on fire? Do they still have that swag? Or is it over now that they've lost the game? I, I want to see that. And then I just want to see how they navigate the rest of the season. I mean, the thing about it is, Antonio Pierce never been a head coach in the league, so there's new there. Bo Hart agrees, never been an offensive play caller in the league, so there's new there. And Aiden O'Connell is a rookie quarterback that's only got four starts under his belt, so there's new there. There's a lot of new going on with uh, with the Raiders right now. If it was ATL, it'd be new, new, right? And it's not, but it's it, that's what it would be. And uh, it's just how do they take all this new and how do they move it forward and try to make it a successful team? If they could do that and show that. Yeah, these guys, they're believing in their head coach. They're believing in their quarterback and their their offensive coordinator. You can move forward. But, you know, you, you'll learn a lot. I think in these six games is going to be a fair assessment of who these guys could be. Stay up to date on the Las Vegas Raiders by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Raiders on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, we look at how Ryan Day can lead Ohio State to a win over Michigan. Ryan Day is on thin ice in Columbus when it comes to Michigan make no mistake about it if Ohio State loses to Michigan then it's a bad year you guys know they're undefeated right they've lost back to back locked on Buckeyes host Jay Stevens looks at how day can get back on track in this rivalry so all eyes are going to be on Ryan Day Saturday afternoon mine are yours are 
even leading up into this weekend. I know it's Thanksgiving week. I know the schedule will be altered. Practice schedule will be altered. Don't matter. Still got to win. And we're all looking at and focusing on Ryan Day, the head football coach at the Ohio State University, to realize and figure out, hey, what are you going to do? You lost two in a row. Did some good things in those years. Passing numbers may have been okay at times. But when it came down to crunch time in the fourth quarter, who made more plays? The Wolverines made more plays than the Buckeyes in both of those contests. And that's why they won the game. A big reason why. So when it comes to this game this weekend, my eyes are on Ryan Day. But Ryan Day has shown us the ability to do something this year that people like myself didn't think he was going to do. It was adjust. Adjust his philosophy. Adjust to the players. Adjust to, not, we know he's going to adjust and he has to, but adjusting in a way with, did you ever think Ryan Day would be comfortable winning in the ways that he was winning this year consistently? I mean, yes, you you did. Hey, winning by defense. Yes, you would say, yes, Ryan Day is comfortable winning by defense. Ryan Day is comfortable um, altering the offense based off the personnel and all of those things. Yes, we have seen Ryan Day do things personnel-wise when players graduate versus um, when they first come in to try to alter the playbook to fit their um, skill set the best. We have seen that. But Ryan Day has shown us a whole lot of growth this year and not really trying to force things like he, like some say he's going to. And even myself and Jeff Hunt, who is scheduled to be on the show later this week, we have both voiced frustration at times with the Buckeyes and Ryan Day with the offense and seeing a lot of the air raid and um, just throwing the ball up because you can, not because you need to, just because you can, and uh, seeing Stroud and and Jigba, and Alave, and Wilson, and Harrison Jr., and Abuka, and Stover. You get the gist. <laughs> There's a lot of the ball being thrown around. A lot of time watching the ball go in the air from one, from the quarterback to this receiver or that receiver. And Ryan Day has showed us, even over the past few weeks, there are times Ryan Day is going to run the ball more than pass the ball, than throw the ball at this point in the season. There were times when... The headlines, the narrative would have you believe that this was grit versus talent, that it was Michigan versus Ohio State. Michigan was the working class program and Ohio State was the flash program. That They had all the talent and Michigan was just little old Michigan. That was certainly the way that Michigan wanted it framed because they could be the underdogs. Oh, we're the scrappy underdogs. But of course, you still had to treat them like a blue blood college football program because that's what they are, a proud, proud storied program, which, by the way, they are. But that's ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous, by the way. These are two of the best recruiting teams in the country, two of the most talented teams in the country. But lately, it has been about power. It has been about the line of scrimmage, not the flash, not the sizzle. And that way, it has been a little bit of a throwback where Michigan has manhandled, dare I say, Ohio State at times, up front, running the ball down their throats. I say lean into that if you're Ohio State. Use your speed, use your skill talent, and try and exert your will that way. That's what you recruit guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. to do, to be. Lean on him. Let it be your identity. Don't try and get into a slugfight with the big bad 
Michigan trench players. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Use what you do to your advantage. Play sexy football, and you can win. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, December football right around the corner, which means the playoff stretch is close. Who is in the best position to position themselves at the top? of their conference races. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.